Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the Husband Man episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We are going to break down the episode so you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan. Hi, nice to meet you. Welcome. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> and I'm here with Pastor Joel. Hey, say hi hey, to everyone, Pastor hi, Joel. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> this is the first episode that you're listening to. <laughs> what the flock have you been doing? And yeah. well, and welcome. Like, <laughs> and I can't welcome. believe that you came directly to this this specific, episode. This episode to then go to the Music of Life Church podcast. Oh, first. I know. I know. Welcome. Wow. Let me just say that you are on a crazy journey. Yes. There's, there might be some stuff to catch up on. Um, so we don't want you to trigger. So if there's anything that you don't understand and you're coming here for the first time, we want to help you. We want to care for you. We want to answer your questions. We like questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. We like questions. So let's, let's hear your questions, but welcome. Welcome. Pastor Joel, what are your initial thoughts to the husbanding, not husbanding, husband man episode? Yeah, it was great. I think it's a, a widely misunderstood and limited role in our culture. I love the definition of worker of the land. And mm-hmm. I just, honestly, what I've done is retrain my brain to see a husband man as a farmer. Nice. And you start looking at all of these parables Jesus told to a bunch of fishermen. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. A bunch of farming stories that they, you know, they got, they got like his stories were great, but that they transcended the physical and they were such spiritual spiritually based stories that really give us a heart for what Jesus and the father want with, you know, great, of course, Jesus parables, parables always had these great teaching truths within them and these great, you know, morals he was trying to get across to the people. But I don't think it was an accident for him to be using a bunch of farming stories with so many of his examples. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, Jesus is masterful and strategic and everything he taught seemed to reach people at multiple different levels. I think that's just one of the ways that was manifest. But I just think of a husband, like that's been a really big area of repair for me is thinking of a husbandman as a farmer. And I think, I don't know what that's done for me is I I have have an appreciation for farmers. Yeah, me too. I was thinking the same thing. I think there's maybe a universal respect for them because of eating food prepared by the work of and the labor of farmers. And also if anybody has done a day's work of hard labor, you know what these people are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So it is, I don't, I don't think it's a, a job that a lot of people want, but it's a job that, everyone benefits from there is something that is so i feel like and and i think this is at the heart of all of us as people there's something so romantic about farming yeah 
You get up a, with the sun, right? You're working. Your hands are in the land. Yeah, you're you walk out. You inspect yeah. things. You're you've got your hands in it. You're caring for it. This this care and this cultivation yeah. is just I feel like is the heart of the romantic. Yeah to love something so deeply that you give your life to care and cultivate this field or these yeah. animals or this flock. And now how much more romantic is it to do that towards a person or yeah, we, a people? Yeah. Uh-huh. Whoa. And I think, you know, God, the father is romantic. God, you look at the, the ways he has, spoken through people he's so poetic the songs he's written yeah so i think that it's right up his wheelhouse right and yeah yeah so i mean i really like the episode i think it's such an important topic i love being able to help people yes we i mean a husband is the is the male part partnership of a marriage covenant too but that's just a what that's an effect that's yeah. just that that marriage covenant. What's that mean? It means that husband is coming into an agreement to care and cultivate the husbandry half of that marriage covenant. Yeah, man. That's and amazing. Some of the other ways to kind of break this out and to kind of understand this better too is, you know, you see the husband as the head of the family. So a dad would be the husband man to the entire family, not just the wife, but also to the kids, at least until the kids leave home nice, and become adults themselves or go and get married to someone else. Mm-hmm. Shepherds are husbandmen to their flock. That's another type of farmer, right? Is a herdsman. That's right. So David being a shepherdman to his flock was husbanding that flock, which also means pastors are a husbandman to the family of that local church or that congregation, that group of people that has come into one accord over the mission of that church. The head of that church, the shepherd of that church is the husbandman of that flock. So there, this is, this is very, a much bigger and more important role than what I think it has transitioned into over centuries. Amazing. Yeah, I agree. Can you give us an overview of the strict side and the loose side, Pastor Joel? Yeah, the strict side is using this role to enable my ability to be a boss. That's simply, that's, that's the most efficient and effective way to say that. Yeah. I want to get something done. I want something for me. I can use this role to facilitate that happening at your expense because you're my wife or my child or someone in my church. The loose side is just avoiding the tension of this role altogether. It doesn't see God as a husbandman. It just sees God as somebody who's meant to make me feel good. And also, let's remove what I'm seeing more and more in our culture today is 
people's massive misunderstanding between what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman and this gender fluidity thing we're also is also causing us to miss out on how god reaches to reaches us differently and on how he operates through us to other people differently as well and that's all on the loose side is just like let's remove the tension really i want to feel good and i want i want to believe what i want to believe and i don't want anyone disagreeing with me so just loving me means you just leave me alone and and if it makes me happy it can't be that bad Add. yep but we all know yeah the person said that's thinks that yeah um i really liked what you said about you did uh, uh, about men and women and their roles in terms of being a husband man and i noticed that you did not say that women cannot be husband men right I said it often leads to frustration and or damage in the future. So I think it's a woman operating at a a lesser level than what she's been designed to. I think a lot of the frustration comes into the woman because you're essentially a woman is essentially having to act like a man where a man who is operating at the ultimate level of what God has designed a man to do is a man who is in a role, who is in the role of husband man to a person or group of people operating in that role in some capacity. That's the ultimate for a male. The ultimate job for a male is to be a husband man. Yep. Not just in what they're doing, but also in line with the creation of which God designed a male to operate in. That's, that's the pure, what a husband, that what a man ought to be. A woman is a greater creation. The husbandry is a greater entity than the husband man. More complex, right? Way more complex, which is why it takes, you know, you're, description of this romance the husbandman walking the husbandry walking the field examining the trees examining the fruit you know tilling the ground in some areas removing the rocks dealing with root rot and mold but also cutting back and trimming the vines and the the trees that are fruitful there is way more complexity in the husbandry than there is in the husband man. And that is why it's better for a man to be a husbandman than a woman, because a man is a lot simpler than a woman. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we covered that. I like to emphasize that point because, because a lot of times, and I'd say because of the damage women have experienced for centuries, for millennia, in being marginalized and being um, being bossed around and having roles like husband used to abuse them, I get 
when you hear a pastor like me or pastor Jonathan saying women shouldn't be husband husbands or husband men men should be the first instinct is going to be we're being marginalized again Mm -hmm. i've been told my whole life what i can't do right and more often than not when they tell me the things i can't do they're wrong they're just being bullies Mm -hmm. but me and jonathan are saying what you can if you want to op- operate at a lesser level than what you've been designed for, I'm saying men ought to be husbands and women ought not to be because women are better than men, not worse. Right. Because uh, women uh, can't, but because you have better things to do. A coaster or a cell phone can be used as a coaster. Yes, it can. But a cell phone is made for so much more. But it can be a coaster. It can. A coaster cannot be a cell phone. Right. No matter how much that coaster wants to send emails, it cannot. So it would be silly for an iPhone to get mad at you for telling it you shouldn't be a coaster. Right. You can be. You can but it's going to be frustrating because it's something less because the majority of what you've been built for isn't being used. Right. And again, with this, this perspective about the bride, all of us for all of eternity are going to be the bride together. So humanity as a whole is female is a bride. Yeah. A lot more complex than the one Jesus Christ, our husband man. Yep. Or the the groom to that bride. Yep. All of these different uniquenesses, all of these different preferences, all of these different people can all be husbanded by one Jesus. And we can grow. And we all are going to be growing. Yeah, Jesus this- is right and just. And yep. always completely right, always completely just. God the Father is always completely right, always completely just. That is a lot. And, there, and I'm not saying, there's, there is complexity to the way he created men. There is right. complexity to what it means, what God's nature is, what Jesus' nature is, what the Holy Spirit's nature is. But the level of complexity in the bride, the level of complexity in a woman compared to a man is just astronomically greater. Yep. There are trillions of cells in each of us, but she is still more complex. She is still of a raw material, more complex. Yes. More excellent, surpassing. Amazing. Right. What's really interesting also that I was noticing from this episode is just that this is the job that God wants to have for all of eternity. Yeah. And so what we could say is that God is addicted to husbanding. Uh Uh-huh. More is better. Yeah. I wanted to hear you kind of, I wanted you to, (laughs) I want to hear you explain that to people. God is it. God is addicted to husbanding. Addiction is this more is better mentality. 
and and when people are addicted to something that's that's how they've trained themselves to believe and to behave in this in whatever area of addiction so people do have addictions it's the ones that the ones that get a bad rap are the ones that cause people to die and cause people to be destructive towards others but when you have your brain wired to be addicted to something that is spiritual Mm -hmm. and eternally good a driver well that's great what we're talking about there is really where have you wired your brain for happiness Mm -hmm. and what i mean by wired your brain i mean this if you just kind of now imagine you're like you're driving a car you got your hands on the wheel, you're in control, and you just say, you know what? You just take your feet off the pedals, you take your hands off the wheel. If that's a picture of your thought process, what's going to happen is your car is going to drift to the areas in your life that you have shown it you want to spend your time in the areas in your life where you have shown it and you have programmed your brain to pull you towards because you've said to your brain through your behaviors, through your words, this is what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm somebody who's in an animal thought process and that happens, I'm going to drift into areas that are destructive and that could cause me to You know, maybe drink too much, maybe eat too much, maybe watch too much TV, maybe watch bad things on TV. These things that it's drifting me towards and pulling me towards because I've shown my brain, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Now imagine God in that same car. God gives up control of the pedals. He lets go of the wheel. Where does his car drift towards? husbanding other people right (laughs) that is all he wants to do man everything he does that's not directly husbanding someone else is in order to be able to directly husband someone else that's the path god's on when he takes a step off of that path it's to get right back on the path of husbanding that's where he gets his joy That's where he gets his happiness. And that's why he's our biggest champion. Because what makes him the happiest is when we are in a position of growing in the purpose he's created in us. Yeah. And bearing, bearing the fruit, like we talked about in the last episode, right? Is that the farmer is really doing a lot because they love the process of husbanding and then they are the partakers in fruit. There's no one, we could say that there's no one who loves fruit more than God. Right, right. Right? Where it's yeah. like the husband, trust me, if you meet any farmer, there's no one that likes fruit more than that farmer. Oh, no kidding. That's what they say. It's like, oh, when you grow your own food, oh, there's nothing that tastes right. better than that. You know, you can you can grow corn yourself or you can pick it up at the store. But when you grow that corn yourself, oh, yeah, nothing like better. it. It's better. Or so I have been told. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've grown some vegetables and it is. It's unbelievable. 
you know, the emotion that is in that and the yeah. time and the care that it takes to do that. And when yeah. things start growing, it, you can get high from it. People can get addicted to gardening for that reason. Right, right. But I love what you're saying because it's as males, we ought to have that same addiction. We ought to be addicted to husbanding. Yeah. Who am I? So that's that's another, a whole other, for the leaders that are listening to the Malk podcast, you know, I ended the What the Flock podcast with tips in line with this idea of who do you have in your life who's helping you become more the person that God created you to be. Well, for you leaders out there, specifically for you men, who are you doing that for? Yeah. Whether that's your wife or if you're not married, is there someone you are helping become more the person God created them to be? Mm -hmm. And for you women, we still want, and you still ought to, and still can be leaders, the best of leaders. I would, I would adhere more to one. Are you being husbanded? Is someone helping you become the person God created you to be? Mm -hmm. And number two, are you mentoring someone else? Nice. I like that. Find an area to help another woman or another man, a specific skill you can help them in. Nice. And one of the benefits of being a woman is the areas where in which you'll be able to mentor people is probably much greater than what a man would be able to do. I love that. So a woman can, you know, being, being a mentor and a lot of that. Okay. So the way to think also about being a husband, man. So remember you're dealing with, you're not, you're not dealing with a skill. You're dealing with a person you're dealing with yeah. all of their uh, rocks and boulders and, you know, hard ground and you're breaking up ground. You are pull, you're throwing rocks out. You are tilling and it is a lot of hard work. And it is exhausting. I, I love to liken husbanding and dealing with who someone is. Helping someone become who they are is a very sausage-like process. Yeah, yeah. It's not beautiful. Right. But helping someone, for example, become a better ballerina or a better musician or a better employee is not as messy of a process. Right. Right. Because you're helping them still build a skill that can impact who they are, but you're not focusing on who they are. You're focusing on building that skill. Yeah. That's good. So let's play the connected doctrine game. How do we connect husband man with God's will? Well, the this is the role, his ultimate role in his will. Love it. Not only in how he accomplishes it, but also in what he wants to do for eternity. That's the whole point. And what we'll end up seeing is like the whole point of God's will is for him to be in a position where he can husband a group of people forever 
So that's why early in the What the Flock episode is like this, this will show us more of God's heart and what the ultimate role that he wants to be in all the time. That's I'm not worried. What's connected to his will. Yeah. I'm not worried about how God's doing or where he's at uh-huh. or if he's going to love me or if he's going to uh-huh. care for me or any of that. You know, I want to try to help people repair that if they're sitting there being worried about where God's at towards them. That's also a good confrontation for those of us who are husbandmen, though, because that's that's a state we ought to be in for our husbandry. They ought to look at us as it's like the benefit we get as husbandmen is long term fruit from the husbandry we're growing. The husbandry should hopefully their experience is this is somebody that is there for me when I need help, whenever I need it. Mm -hmm. And I don't first have to make sure he's doing okay before I say, can you help me with this thing? (laughs) I I shouldn't first have to wonder, does he love me today? Yeah. Or is he going to be grumpy at me? Yeah. And that's part of the safety that we Mm -hmm. experience as husbandry is the safe places. This person's always ready for me. When I'm ready to grow, they're ready to they're ready to do their job. Yes. And that's why men need husband men as well. Mm-hmm. And husbands to wives need husbands over them. Because who does the husband man gripe to when you're not supposed to just gripe to your wife all day about the things that you're seeing and frustrated with right you need to find another person to gripe about those things too right yeah you are a human yeah and i think that there was a it'd be awesome to to really zoom into those conversations with with god and jesus when he's walking around you know in the garden by himself and he's up all night in prayer he's probably sorting some stuff out (laughs) how much of jesus's alone time was him just ranting to the father like seriously these 12 <laughs> like come on <laughs> working through it did you hear the conversation father come on yep but and it's I like think, getting those yeah. feelings out getting those thoughts out so that he can be more prepared to develop and disciple these people yeah and i'm so grateful for like conversations that jesus had in the garden that we get to look into. oh yeah to know what that process looked like yeah and how he was focusing on husbanding us. Yep. By all of those actions and what that looks like. Let's take a look at the three categories of people and how they've reacted to this topic related to their self-esteem, Pastor Joel. Low self-esteem people, what I've actually seen myself is people not liking how we describe what a husband man is. Yeah. To the point where they don't even like the word husband man. They get offended. Right. Where it's like, well, the bird, the words in the Bible, but these are people of trying to avoid the tension of that role. And it tends to be people who aren't husbandmen, people who are confronted with maybe they should be better husbandmen, or people who don't want to experience the nourishing and confrontation of a husbandman. The men self esteem people. 
are ones frustrated that they aren't experiencing the growth that they're trying to experience. These people are wanting to grow, but aren't being given the tools and aren't receiving the benefit that they're meant to. So they may not know it's because of the lack of husbandmen or the lack of an understanding over this role in the church, mm-hmm. but they're definitely at the receiving end of the of the detriment of the church not really understanding or adhering to this doctrine. And the high self-esteem people are those who are seeking out being built up and are seeking out building up others. And, and really can appreciate the role of a husbandman enough to deal with the discomfort of receiving that confrontation. Say, no, it's not about who I am. It's about the potential I have within me. It's about my growth. And, and it's really about getting closer to the heart of God. Yeah. So finally, can you remind us once more what the ultimate answer is? Yeah. A husbandman is a farmer or a worker of the land, but I'd say it this way a little bit more specifically for our sake is a husbandman is somebody whose purpose it is, is to bring out and help the husbandry the person or persons that they are caring and cultivating to become more of the person God created them to be. Awesome. So men can be husband, man and husbandry. Yes. Women. Well, women can do that as well, but are are going to be drained yeah. if they are the husband, man, because right. They need to put a pause on being the husbandry yep. to be the husband man. And that's eventually going to be draining, which yeah. every marriage I've seen that has done that, where there's a very excellent, amazing woman, she has to become something smaller in order to help her husband and deal with him um, being a mess. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when I say the me- the messy process, the making the sausage. Yep. Husbanding is helping someone with who they are. And that oftentimes means that when you're helping someone with who they are, you are dealing with areas of immaturity. Yeah. Where someone is acting like a child. Yeah. Well, guess what? When I'm acting like a child, my wife encourages me to talk to the men in my life who know yeah. how to deal with me. Yeah. And she doesn't sit there and she doesn't say, let me help you. Let me work on this. Let's sort this out because that would be her being something less. That's time away from her. Right. So what she does is she says, go and get sorted out. And then when you come back, then we can work on other things. And she helps me grow in other areas, providing me fruit that helps me grow. So what role does a woman have a legitimate role we see women have where the males in their lives are people that it's their job to care and cultivate. That would be mom. So that's the, that's another way of seeing this too is yeah. A woman who is acting as a husband man to somebody else is likely 
acting like that person's mom. And I would say this, I think women, as great as the role of a mom is, it is a limiting role in their ability to be all God created them to be when they're raising their children. Right. That's a specific role you do, but is that what God designed you for? Or did God design you to be more than that? To be the bearer of these souls that came from your womb. Now, there's a partnership between men and women and all that as far as raising a family. I get all that. But the implication here is for those men who want a woman to just tell them what to do, these are men who are saying, I want my mommy. Mm -hmm. And for the women who are saying, I still want to take care of my man, how much of that is really the woman acting like a mommy towards possibly her husband? Like, okay, now we get it. Yep. Exactly. Women can be, but women ought not. Women ought to be husbanded by a man. Men ought to be husbanded by other men. So no one is without a husband man. Right. Everyone benefits from this role from God and from one other, from one of at least one other person, right? Absolutely. Because eventually all of us. Well, and all of us right now as believers in Jesus ought to be being husbanded by God. Right. Currently, so that eventually one day we will again experience the fullness of the benefit of being husbanded by Christ. Yeah. So this is our this is our time to practice, people. Yep. So are you practicing? Who's your if you're a guy, who's your husbandry? Who's your husband man? If you're a woman, who's your husband, man? If you're married, what can you do to build trust and to build faith in being husbanded? And if you yeah. don't, if you don't have the trust, if you don't have the faith built to be husbanded by the person that you are married to, then please reach out and talk right. to us because we have helped so many relationships and marriages. We've helped people be husbanded again. Yes. Because the person that you married, you're saying that you want to, if you're a male, you want to husband her. She is right. your husbandry. Yeah. And if you want, and if you married that guy, then you're saying he is my husband man and I want him to cultivate me and care for me. Yes. And if that has been lost, we will help you get it back. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. Thank you, Pastor Joel. Thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.